Last week, we explored the fourth commandment, remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. And uh, we ended up by talking about uh, why we should have a Sabbath. To this, uh, I want to put a little coda on, and I want to talk about how to take a Sabbath. It turns out that not working is uh, hard work, and uh, it's just, it's, it's difficult to sort of downshift, and it's, it takes thought and intentionality. Uh, as the cat in the hat said, it's fun to have fun, but you have to know how. So I want to just say some things about this in light of the fact that uh, some people, the Pharisees in particular, the Puritans also, I, I actually am a fan of the Puritans. They have a very bad reputation. I know that some of it is uh, very undeserved, but they did make some mistakes, and I think they might have made some here. So uh, what they meant to communicate and what the rules meant to communicate was that um, you know, sort of downshifting Interrupting the ceaseless round of striving uh, requires a strenuous act of the will, and it's one that has to be reinforced by uh, habit and by some uh, social sanction. So I have just, uh, full disclosure, I have lots of failed efforts here. I would resolve over and over to figure this out. I would have... Uh, would have people giving me books on the Sabbath, books on, uh, I, I got like four copies of Tim Kimmel's book, When I Relax, I Feel Guilty. Um, look, I would, I would make pledges. I would, I would work hard to design a day that was going to be about not working. But I have a job that is never ultimately done, and I have a real hard time not doing work when work is hanging over my head. And so, um, look, I just want to—I want to make four suggestions, all against this backdrop of what Tim Keller says: uh, uh, the Sabbath ought to be about praying and playing. Um, so, number one, a lot of what happens on the Sabbath, and and I'm thinking principally here of Sunday, although, you know, as my fraternity brothers say, Sunday's the only day, Woodruff, that you work, and it looks like you only work half a day. So good gig if you can get it. So obviously, Sunday is not a Sabbath day for me necessarily, but generally thinking about Sunday. And and what your Sunday looks like is going to be shaped a great deal by what, um, by what Monday through Saturday looked like. And Many people have jobs that uh, just will expand to fill the time allotted, and so there's a lot of inefficiency on Monday through Friday in the, in the office or in your home office, whatever, and so the work just expands and never stops, and so you've got to figure out how to be uh, less inefficient and lazy and more focused and diligent. Second, um, it needs to be uh, adapted to who you are and to what you do. So I have a job that involves, my day job involves a lot of reading and reflecting and writing and study and prayer and those kinds of things. So when my Sabbath looks like Bible reading and reflecting and journaling and prayer, that can be really hard. And so there's a lot of ideas that say, okay, well, look, if, if your work involves you know, reading and writing, then perhaps the Sabbath is going to need to involve outdoor time or work with your hands or something else. And if your sab if your work involves work with your hands, then it's likely that the Sabbath needs to involve more Bible study and reflective thought. Uh, number three, uh, don't be afraid to do nothing. So the word Sabbath rest, really it's about restoration. It's about being renewed. It's about re being realigned. 
And so it's not simply about doing nothing, but you know, doing nothing is an option. Taking a nap, uh, you know, just relaxing, not not having an agenda for that day—that's that's fine. Uh, so, um, Gordon McDonald, I wrote to him years ago, and I said, "I'm really struggling with this. How do I do this? Uh, help me understand what it looks like to have a Sabbath." Eugene Peterson has these incredible Sabbaths. I'm not <laughs> I'm not Eugene Peterson in so many ways. And he wrote back and he said, Mike, you've got you to gotta take a little bit of the pressure off yourself on this. And he said, um, don't, don't have a script or a strict menu. The question you ought to be able to answer at the end of the day is, the end of the Sabbath is, how do I feel about God? How do I feel about life? How do I feel in my primary relationships? Am I, am I in a sense, caught up and renewed? If so, then uh, you're doing it right. Finally, uh, put a little bit of Sabbath in every day, which is where I've had a lot of success in the last, I don't know, four or five years of, of re rearranging my mornings to have more silence and reflection and, and just sort of realignment and uh, joy. And then at the end of the day, you know, having times that is, that is more restorative and more walking, uh, just casual stuff with Sherry, reading novels, those kinds of things. So anyway, uh, the goal of life is not that it be frenetic and shallow. There is more uh, to life than, as one writer said, the witless art of living fast. Embrace the gift. Have a good day.